Good afternoon, everyone. It's Craig with Craig McKim Networking. How are you today? Again, just like last week, I was pretty fired up, and I am again today as well. I will try to control my volume, as I think that may have screwed up the recording last week. Speaking of last week, we talked about smiling and the benefits that that gives not only you, but the people around you and kind of how they perceive you. So it really does just benefit you to smile. Sure, it benefits them and how they think they're being perceived. But the fact is, when you're smiling, you're really doing it for you. Physiologically, it does better for you. Emotionally, it does better for you. And then also people like to see a smiling face around them. So that is also good for you. And then we talked about not going to events hungry and, heaven forbid, hangry. (laughs) So, now that we've eaten and we are potentially within our first conversation, if we're not, that's okay. Once we eat, we're going to get to work on our goals. The goals that we set for that event. First, our short-term goal. We're going to look to start eh, three conversations maybe, maybe two, maybe four. Maybe you get rolling and it turns into six or seven meaningful conversations. And remember, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about meaningful conversations. Not just how's the weather, not politics, not religion. We're talking about business. And not necessarily doing business, but getting to know that person so that maybe you will want to do business with them. Then... Hopefully, that leads to our long-term goal of making at least one connection at that event or at any event that we go to. It may, it may not. Sometimes you may double up. Sometimes you may triple up. Maybe you know you have four, five, six conversations and you walk out of there with four, five, or six great, con- like not just contacts, but great connections. But when you get in there, and you are getting to work on what you are on your goals and what you're trying to do, or I'm sorry, not trying, what you are doing. (laughs) My suggestion is you talk to the first person you see. Literally jump in with both feet. Both feet. That's that's not right. (laughs) With both feet, you're going to jump in. And start with a simple introduction. Hi, my name is Craig. What's yours? I know it's a novel idea but you're at a networking event and people are expecting you to talk to them. You may be expecting people to talk to you. However, remember, you're the networker. You're the one who's prepared. You're the one who's, who's worked on this. You're the one who has the questions to ask. Be the host. Introduce yourself first. And then you start with your questions, whatever they might be. Are you, start, are you talking about what book they just read that you're trying to, that you're trying to, to, to read next? or that you're going to read next? What movie maybe they've seen that's good? Are you talking about their family? Do they have any pets? I just had this question asked to me the other day. Actually, it was last night. And it was, if there was a book written about your life, as it had already, like your life is, is now over, would you read to the end? Like, would you read about your death and how you died? Or would you read about your career and what you and what you accomplished or didn't accomplish? Would you 
would you read that book? I thought that was a very interesting question. It's thought-provoking for sure. Feel free to use it. And you can always, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. You can always go to my go-to, which is, hey, what's been the highlight of your day? And I know I've talked about this before, but it's one of those things that if somebody's been having a rough day and maybe they haven't taken the time to think about what the highlight has been, they didn't go through a day and just have it be horrible. Now, it may not been it may not have been a rock star day, but there was something in that day they're grateful for. Whether it was that they made it there on the the little gas that they had left in their tank. You know, whether it's the kids were sick up until yesterday and they didn't think about it, I got them off to school and, and and nobody complained. Like that was a highlight. And all of a sudden you bring them back to reality that they're having a good day or they've had parts of a good day. And then they associate feeling good with you, which makes you memorable and maybe makes them want to make sure that they stay in touch. So you've used your questions, you're having a conversation, you're having a number of conversations. I want you to remember this. We're going to talk a little bit about body language here. Eye contact. When you are talking, let's say 60 to, 60 to 70% of the time, okay? When they are talking without like straight mad dogging them <laughs> or like locking eyes, let's say 90% of the time, but you want them to know that you are interested and you are paying attention to what they're saying. Let's make sure that they know they have us. We are actively listening, especially if we were looking to help them or we're, we're paying attention to see how maybe we can work together we're listening for those key words, whatever they might be. So we are actively listening. And we say a lot with our eyes, don't we? Hands are going to be out of your pockets. Arms are going to be uncrossed. Now, I understand standing there with your hands in your pockets or, or with your arms crossed is comfortable. And you may be totally open to the conversation. And you may be an open book. But think about what the message is that you're putting out to the people that you are conversing with, or other people around. Yeah, you can't control what other people think, but let's stack the deck in our favor. Keep your arms uncrossed. Make sure that they know that you're open to a conversation with them or to whatever it is that they're saying. Same thing with hands. You know, hands show intent. You know, why do the cops always ask to see your hands, right? They want to know, they want to know what's coming next. No, I, I understand that we're in a networking situation and not necessarily a criminal investigation. But... Show your hands. Use them to talk. There was a comparison made between Simon Sinek, I believe, and uh, the other person, I'm not sure, and they were rating, uh, they were using a crowd to rate the speakers. And if I remember correctly, Simon used about a third more hand gestures than the other person that had done the speaking. And they used that as kind of the the um, perimeter, or, or I'm sorry, the, the measuring stick to, to the talk that they both gave. And because of the hand, or they attribute the 13%, or I'm sorry, it was 13 or 17% uh, of the crowd pref- uh, preferred Simon over the other guy. And I can't remember, um, I can't really sure I could remember who that was. Anyway, well, then maybe that tells you, <laughs> maybe that tells you something, right? But as you're using hand gestures, 
people seem to attribute more maybe knowledge to that. You're more entertaining. You believe what you're saying. Whatever. Whatever the case may be. Use your hands when you're talking. Now remember, while you're doing this, you can, you can begin to relax. If this is something that makes you uptight, relax. You've already started your first conversation. You're already on the way to completing your goals or your first goal. Let the conversation flow. Take turns talking. Listen to them and then respond to what they are talking about, not what you want to say next. So respond, listen, ask a follow-up question, listen again, respond, ask a follow-up question, and so on and so forth. Now, if they're doing it right, they'll do the same for you. But chances are you've had a conversation before and realized that you are, you're doing it now. For those of you who find this a little intimidating, it's just talking. It's just talking with a purpose. Have a per I'm sorry, have a conversation on purpose. Anyway, I got a great story for you next week. I've talked a little bit longer than I thought I might today. So I'm gonna let that go, but come back and listen to a little anecdote from Desor- I'm sorry, from Devorah Zach, the author of Networking for People Who Hate Networking. And if you don't know what that book is and you potentially hate networking, please find it on Amazon. It's there. Also, for those of you who are a little more extroverted and like to network, it still has great keys, great tools to use when networking. Anyway, I thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate your attention. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you real soon.